Hi, this is Bailey Curry. Dallin Bestwick here. Brennan Gaunt here, former driver number 62. This is Gary Owen from the Going YouTube channel. Hi, I'm Rafael Sard. Quick Pick Podcast. It's not that tough. Connor, Ethan, Quick Pick Podcast. You're listening to it. Everybody tune in. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, all by myself this week as we get ready to unpack this weekend's race two at the Auto Club Speedway, the final race at the two-mile configuration. If we ever go back there to begin with in the first place, we might have seen the final race there ever. In that case, we'll we'll recap it here in a second after uh, a message from today's partners, Washington on the Daily. Go check him out on WSH on the daily on instagram and twitter for all your washington commanders news and updates as well as uh spoiler diecast they got a new shipment of diecast in the kimi raikkonen uh project 91 car is in stock uh both in 164 and 124 some chase elliott ones from last fall when they had those different uh brands on the quarter panel um I forget, like, the, the Napa night vision headlamps, that kind of stuff that he ran at, like, the Roval. I forget which ones, but those are in stock. Use code QUICKPIT, all caps, no spaces, for a special offer on $20 or more at checkout. And go use our code there. Go check that site out. Awesome, awesome diecast producer. Uh, easily the best. They've got free shipping on all orders. It's, or on, on bigger orders, at least. Uh, it's, it's a good deal. Great, great website for all your NASCAR diecast needs. And 213simware.com, you'll hear more about them in segment two in the 213simware.com race preview segment. Let's get this race broken down. Final race at Auto Club Speedway's two-mile configuration before part or all of the facility gets torn down, and we don't know which of those uh, will be the case. But good race. I did not get to watch any of it. Well, I've been re-watching the full race since NASCAR uploaded it yesterday, or on Monday, or whenever uh, you're listening to this, but uh, soon, this week, NASCAR releases all the full race replays on YouTube, so I've been watching that back um, to, to check that out. It was a good race. I thought um, this track races really well. The the surface is aged uh, exceptionally well. It took a long time for the surface to come in, but the last couple of races here have been really really good races uh the drivers love it and the fans love it too got a 90 percent on the jeff Glock was a good race poll so um back-to-back races with 90 percent for this car and track combination next gen car definitely seems to suit this uh facility so uh qualifying was rained out practice was rained out uh the grid was set by uh the the formula, whatever they use to, to set the grid for it. But, um, you know, that, that left, uh, Christopher Bell starting on pole. He led one lap, I think. Yes. Christopher Bell led the first lap and then ended up, uh, crashing in the race. Um, and you know, we had, a lot of cautions. We had eight cautions for 38 laps, which ironically is the exact number of cautions and laps as last week's race at Daytona. So both races to start the season, eight cautions, 38 laps. But 
Ross Chastain wins both stages, leads 91 laps, leads the most laps, does not end up winning the race. We'll get into the top 10 here right now. Joey Logano comes in 10th, Austin Dillon 9th, Alex Bowman in 8th. I think the the all, all of them led some laps. Uh, Logano led 19, Dillon led 3, and Alex Bowman led uh, 17 all at the beginning of the race. Um, Bowman had a really good run. He was in the top 10 all day. I think him and Blake Harris is an excellent uh, pairing. And uh, they are looking really good in the standings right now. They're third in the standings. Um, one top five, two top ten. Some some decent amount of laps led. Really good start to the year for Alex Bowman coming back from the concussion he suffered last year and just overall a down year. Um, I'm really impressed with him. And that 48 team, Blake Harris, seems to be a great fit there. They've had fast race cars. They had a fast car at the Clash, a pretty good car at Daytona. And a fast car here on Sunday as well. Austin Dillon, not as good as his teammate, who we'll definitely talk about in a minute, the winner. Uh, but still really solid start to the year for him as well. Up front at Daytona, top 10 at uh, Fontana here. And uh, of course, Joey Logano is Joey Logano. He will get you the results whenever you need them. Coming home in 7th, we have Brad Kozlowski, who recovered from an early spin. Denny Hamlin led some laps. So did Kislowski. Kislowski led two. Uh, Hamlin leads 11 laps and finishes six. Uh, Kevin Harvick uh, did not seem to have a very fast car. They talked about on the broadcast how his lap, fastest lap was not really close to most of the top ten, but he had an extremely smooth, consistent day. Anytime you had a long run, he would drive up through and, and start picking people off. He had a really good long run car once the tires fell off. And so Harvick leads five laps, finishes fifth first top five of the season for him and he's also off to a, a solid start between this race and Daytona only two races so far uh, sitting fourth in points let's get further into your top 10 Daniel Suarez comes home fourth uh, does not lead at all but was a, a really fast car all day his uh, both track house Chevys were, were really solid of course Ross Chastain finishes third leads 91 laps two stage points comes home or two-stage wins, comes home with 54 points, which is pretty dang impressive. Uh, about almost the maximum number of points you can get on the day. Uh, Chase Elliott, at the long run in the end, uh, ends up uh, recovering from starting 33rd to finish 2nd. Led one lap. And Kyle Busch wins your race. Yes, that's right. Kyle Busch, just two races into his stint with his new team, Richard Childress Racing, is a uh, Cup Series winner in the number 8 Chevrolet. Lucas Oil on the car. That was a beautiful paint scheme. Uh, him and Chastain, once once the race settled in and there weren't so many cautions, him and Chastain were clearly the class of the field. And uh, we're battling it out at the end. Kyle Busch beats Chastain off of pit road for the final green flag pit stop and ends up leading the last 21 laps of the race to win for the 60 First time in his career. Uh, he is currently 8th in points. Uh, points don't, don't mean that much. Wins don't mean too much at this point. This early in the year. But just just a great run for him. And, and it's kind of. And a lot of drivers were saying this. That they don't understand why people thought he had fallen off. Something was up. He was in the middle of contract negotiations. The last couple years. Of his career at, or last couple seasons he spent at Joe Gibbs Racing. 
uh, was unable to reach an agreement with them and, and elected free agency and uh, went to Richard Childress Racing to replace Tyler Reddick in the eight car. Austin Dillon, of course, as you know, kind of uh, wooed him over there. And, you know, I don't think, I think we kind of thought the last couple years, so from 2020 through 2022, Kyle Busch only won four races. And before Sunday's race, he hadn't won a, a pavement race in over 600 days, almost two years. Uh, because his only win last year was at the dirt race at Bristol, and even that one kind of fell into his lap when Reddick and Chase Briscoe tangled on the last lap, and uh, Kyle snuck through to to win the race. So when you when you look at it that way, I, I think Kyle Busch fell off a lot of people's radars, and, and both Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson after the race kind of said, you know, I don't know why you thought that he had fallen off or he had. Uh, he was not the same Kyle Busch. He is the same Kyle Busch, and, and, and he definitely proved that on Sunday's race. I think the rest of the field should be scared after seeing this performance. I really do. He looked really, really good. He looked great at Daytona last week. He almost won at the Clash, uh, finishing second. I mean, he was leading at lap 200 at Daytona. And, uh, of course, the caution comes out there and he ends up uh, wrecking and not finishing the race. But, you know, Kyle Busch, is, I, I think, is going to have a phenomenal season here after seeing what he did at Auto Club. He goes into Vegas as the favorite already. I mean, he is back if he ever really was gone in the first place. And this season could be a really, really good year. I, I expect now, from this point on, multiple wins from him. Still, he, I think, at this point is a round of eight lock, or at least a round of eight favorite, if not a championship four favorite. He can win the title. I would not be shocked if Kyle Busch wins the title, and uh, we will see how the season continues, but um, what what a what a start to silence people. He got a lot of cheers after winning, which is rare, I think, now that he's away from Toyota, driving for a classic team like RCR and, and winning. He's going to draw in more fans. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's going to draw in more fans because of, of that switch. And and this season will be really fascinating. This might this move might end up looking really, really good in 10 years when he's completely rejuvenated his career. Now, let's look at some guys who also had good runs. Corey LaJoy. Uh, got a stage point. He ran top 15 all day. He started 12th and ended up 14th. Uh, did cause some cautions. Uh, they did. Uh, Fontana experienced the biggest uh, accident they've ever had in the final race at this configuration. A 10-car pileup on a restart when someone um, hit the brakes and, or, or spun the tires or something, stacked the whole field up. Everyone spun out uh, in the middle of stage two. 10 cars involved in the wreck. Um, you know, Ryan Priest, uh, Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Eric Almirola, Tyler Reddick, Cody Ware, Ty Dillon, um, Justin Haley, and Todd Gilland all involved in that wreck. Uh, some of them were unable to finish the race. Almirola, Reddick, Priest, and Bell were all unable to finish the race. Bubba Wallace was fast and blew an engine. Ty Dillon was not fast and blew an engine 
AJ Allmendinger was fast and uh, ended up getting spun out and wrecked off of turn two, hitting the inside wall, and was unable to continue the race. Now, let's look at some news quick before we go into our race preview segment. First of all, uh, today, March 1st, NASCAR is releasing a Lego set, a 672-piece next-gen Lego Technic set. Um, it's the first time NASCAR has partnered officially with the Lego brand. So you can go check that, in, that out in stores. Uh, it should be out now. Big news of the week is that NASCAR is set to debut a new rules package for short tracks and road courses. Um, it will modify the next-gen car to reduce the downforce on the vehicles, which is great. Uh, the big changes, the spoiler is being reduced from a 4-inch spoiler to a 2-inch spoiler. Um, there's also some removal of some strakes um, on on the uh sorry on the diffuser which i think are just some of the fins down there some engine panel strikes are being removed and the diffusers outer fencing has been tri trimmed um the, the this uh package was tested at phoenix in the january test um i, I they've been i think we might have mentioned it on here when that test happened that they were considering this most of these changes they're saying were inspired by the Garage 56 car, as well as uh, the various packages that they tested. Uh, of course, as, as you probably know at this point, one of the, the big changes with this new car is how much better the brakes are, how much more grip uh, they have from the tires, the bigger tires as well. So, and, that, and that's why I think short track racing and road course racing has been less exciting because the drivers just have more control over the car. And what makes NASCAR on road courses especially so exciting is that they, they at least used to be, and in my opinion how it should be, they should be driving bricks out there. The cup cars, uh, NASCAR race cars should not handle well on road courses and that is what for a long time made the racing so much fun because they didn't know what they were doing. They weren't used to it and the cars didn't drive for it. And now the cars are maybe too good. And, and that's the detriment uh, that we saw last year in the, the enjoyability of the road course races. So this could be a big deal. And, and the first race we'll see this in action will be at Phoenix in two weeks. Um, unfortunately, for whatever reason, this package does not apply to Bristol. What's also interesting is that they count it as, they also counted Dover as a short track, which is interesting. I never even considered Dover as a short track. And um, it's way too fast for me. I, I, I don't think it's a short track. Um, anyway, um, so Dover will not have it. I don't know if you were thinking that it would be, this package would come into effect for it anyway, but um, they will also have wet weather equipment. Uh, oh. That's interesting, actually. Um, New Hampshire will have this package. It's so so. It's basically the same tracks that the wet weather tires work. Uh, so all the road courses, and then Martinsville, New Hampshire, Wilkesboro, Phoenix, Richmond, Sonoma, and Watkins Glen. Bristol, of course, excluded from that. Uh, the 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 downforce reduction. Um, one of the engineers on the project uh, reports that it'll be about a 30% reduction of downforce. So 
um, could be what we need because it's definitely close. It's not like the racing is atrocious, especially towards the end of the year. It was getting better. Drivers were figuring it out. But um, this might be able to to get it closer to what we're used to be seeing uh, and, and what we I generally think it should look like. So um, there you have it. That's, I guess, the, the skinny on that. Uh, let's move to, to next week. Some news for the race on Sunday at Las Vegas. Bryce Harper, 2021 and 2015 uh, National League MVP. Phillies uh, outfielder, my Phillies. Connor and I love the Phillies. Um, local team for us. He's going to be the Grand Marshal for Sunday's race at uh, Las Vegas. He is a Las Vegas native. Um, so that is uh, pretty exciting. That will be fun to watch because he is he is a very energetic person. And so I'm sure he will give a fantastic command. And finally, speaking of Garage 56, Jensen Button is interested in running a Cup Series race probably at a road course. And I think he's one of the drivers that will be running the Garage 56 car at Le Mans, which was announced this week to have the number 24 um, playing homage to Hendrick Motorsports, Jeff Gordon, of course, uh, that name very familiar to them. And probably one of the most, that is one of the most recognizable NASCAR numbers internationally in international NASCAR racing. I hope they put like Exalta on there or something. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. Anyway, Jensen Button would not, uh, probably would not want to do an oval race, but, uh, he said, he told Front Stretch News, that, quote, maybe you'll see me in a race someday soon, probably on a road course. Um, I think it would be a decent chance they'd end up in the Project 91 car at some point. One more bit of news. He gets us, the uh, Christian non-denominational um, organization, charity, whatever you may call it, will be sponsoring Ty Gibbs for six races in 2023 in the NASCAR Cup Series. They sponsored him a couple times last year in the Xfinity Series. Uh, before you pass your opinion, just keep in mind um, what I typically do is that any sponsor for NASCAR is a good sponsor for NASCAR because it adds more money, uh, makes it easier for these teams to compete, and so that'll help Joe Gibbs Racing be, stay as a successful organization, and that is all the opinion I have on that subject. Um, coming up next, let's preview the racing at Las Vegas, the third race of the season. Uh, one and a half mile oval that's coming up next on the Quick Pit Podcast. Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. You've made it to segment two, the final segment of this week's show, the 213simware.com race preview segment. Race number three on the year coming up at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Go check out 213simware.com at the link in the description below for all your sim racing merchandise wants and needs. He's got it. You can get your logo on a shirt, hat, hoodie, whatever you want, even a flag or a sticker. Probably has coffee mugs at this point. I haven't checked in a few days, but if they're not up there, then, you know, 
they, they, they'll be up there soon because he's constantly adding new things you can put your logos on. So 213somewhere.com in the description below. Go check it out. Big supporter of the show. Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Longtime staple now on the NASCAR Cup Series schedule. Let's break it all down with some picks and predictions for you. First of two races at the racetrack uh, this year. The other race will be a playoff race. And so it feels like they've been here pretty recently because of that. Because one of the round of eight playoff races um, last year was at Las Vegas. So they've raced here in like the last five races. Uh, six, seven, seven. So... With that being said, let's get into some drivers who are looking pretty good at Las Vegas in the past, starting with Martin Truex Jr. Last 10 races there. He's finished in the top 10 nine times. Uh, only one time in the last 10 races has he finished outside of the top 10. Uh, he's got a win there and five top fives in that span. Average finish of 6.5, tied with Kyle Busch for the best Average finish over the last 10 races at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Kyle Busch has six top fives, eight top tens uh, during that span. Average finish of 6.5. Like I said, he doesn't have a win. And I think Kyle Busch is a very interesting, a very uh, solid pick for the win at, um, at, at this race. Joey Logano has three wins here recently in the last 10 races, including the last race run at this track. Uh, he outdueled Ross Chastain at the end of the race um, to take home the victory. I'm trying to find Chastain on this list. I guess he doesn't have a very good average finish because he ran a bunch of races there for back markers. But Kyle Larson has a win here recently. Brad Kozlowski, Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman won this exact spring race last year. He quote-unquote backed into it, according to Kyle Busch. Uh, Denny Hamlin has a win here in 2021. And uh, that's pretty much it for the field in terms of having wins. Uh, a good amount of guys have not won this race. And so we'll, it'll be interesting. And I, I think the, the key for this, this weekend, though, is pick a Chevrolet. Chevrolet looks like it has the upper hand early in the season, especially at the mile and a half uh, at the intermediate tracks. I mean, you look at last week's race at Fontana, the top four cars were all Chevrolets. Uh, both of them are track house cars, and then you had a Hendrick Motorsports car in Chase Elliott, and Kyle Busch, the winner, was an RCR uh, Camaro. So, uh, I, I would look at those guys. I think um, someone like Noah Gregson might be an interesting play. He's from the area, might be a little juiced up to try and win at his home track. And in his one career Cup Series start here, he finished 11th last fall, filling in for Alex Bowman. Bowman, as well, has had a strong start to the year. As I said, he won here last year. Uh, even though he only has three top tens in the last nine races he's run here, he has an average finish of 13.3. So for fantasy purposes, um, I think he'd be a pretty good pick uh, just because of his. It, it, he, he seems to have a penchant for getting a good finish. Over the last ten races, he has the tenth most points in the field. Um... Uh, actually, this is good for fantasy. I'm going to read down the list. So, top last ten races, top ten uh, points gators at uh, gators points gators um, points getters in the field. Last ten races at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Joey Logano first, Martin Truex Jr. second, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, 
Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, and Alex Bowman rounding out the top 10. Interesting on this list is Austin Dillon, pretty high up there, as well as Eric Almirola. They sit in 12th and 13th. So uh, Austin Dillon might be a good value play. He's coming off a strong run, finished 9th at Fontana, and I think overall is primed to have a good year this year. RCR primed to have a good year, and that is that. So... Uh, that much said, um, let's look at our picks from last week. My pick, Austin Dillon, as I said, finished ninth. Connor's pick, Kyle Larson, was very fast at Fontana, but had an electrical issue and finished uh, 16 laps down. Series pick, Denny Hamlin, had a strong run, not strong enough to win, but Eric picked the winner correctly and takes a 1-0 lead since, even though I did correctly pick dual two winner in Eric Almirola back at Daytona, it has been ruled it does not count for the official points, which stinks, but I will take it. I don't feel like fighting. Actually, Connor hasn't been on since then for us to argue about it. Anyway, so let's look at the picks for this weekend. Once again, I don't think uh, I did not text, Con text Connor in time so for recording, so uh, we'll announce Connor's. You'll see his on the race day post on Sunday afternoon. Uh, my pick, I think I am going to go with, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott for this one. Uh, he always seems strong at these races. Um, the Chevrolets are good, and I think Elliott starts, gets his first win of the year, primes himself for a good, solid season once again. We'll get you Connor's pick, but I would be shocked if it's not Bowman between you and me, but I, he hasn't officially said anything. So, finally, for series pick. We have got the 10 car of Eric Almarola, who are, we were also just talking about. Uh, so Eric Almarola is series picked. That would be a really interesting one if Almarola won the race. I think he could easily get a top 10. I don't know if he has race winning speed, though. So we'll get you Connors when we can. Uh, make sure you set your picks for fantasy. I have had a terrible start to the year between Daytona and Fontana. And I need to pick it up or else I'm going to uh, get in a deep, deep hole to start the season. I believe Connor is winning right now, but um, I'm not sure here. We'll, we will check this later. I don't want an update right now. NASCAR app. Anyway, so standings for the league. Uh, my mom is winning. Uh, Growla fan 50. Um, and then uh, ND Arms 04. Matthew Camper uh kyle bush fan something uh kfb 8 and 23 i guess they're a kyle and bubba fan uh zents eric is in fifth connor is in sixth i am in seventh and then eighth place is all uh, four people who are in the league last year and have uh not i guess forgotten about it so i am last of people who have been doing it i'm in last place basically which stinks but i will do better this week I got at least the three hosts of the show, the three podcast members, are in the last three spots of fantasy. So definitely take my advice and take Eric's advice and take Connor's advice for fantasy. It will definitely do you good. Anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Quick Pip. Oh, I forgot in segment one. Okay, last week we debuted a new segment called the Smooth Move of the Race. I'm going to have to go with Kyle Busch sending it three wide down into turn four after a restart. That was a pretty 
Uh, dangerous move, pretty daring move, and he made it stick. I don't think he got the lead off of it, but it was pretty fun to watch. That was some some great racing. It's why we loved Auto Club at the end there. It's sad to see it go, of course. Hopefully, we will keep you updated on, hopefully, the building progress of the new short track that they have designs to build out there. But fingers crossed it goes through because we do need a short track on the West Coast. All right, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Quick Pit Podcast. As always, thank you to our sponsors, SpoilerDiecast.com, Washington on the Daily, and 213Simware.com. Check them down below. I would also advise you to go to Go to speedwaydigest.com where I write um, for that website. And I have a new article up about the IndyCar uh, season upcoming, which they kick off this weekend uh, at 12 p.m. Eastern in St. Petersburg on NBC, first race of the IndyCar season, as well as Formula One is back in action this weekend as well at Bahrain with their first year. And there's an an American. I I don't know if you know that. Logan Sargent makes his F1 debut for Williams Racing. We'll see how he does. Rookie in uh, F1, won some races in F2 last year. And driving for the historic, but not always super fast, Williams Racing. I don't know the time on that, but that'll probably be pretty early in the morning because F1 typically is. So go check those out if you're waiting for racing on Sunday. I know I'll definitely be watching IndyCar, not just because I have to cover it for Speedway Digest, but because I'm excited to see how that season will go. And so as you're waiting for racing on Sunday, uh, the cup race is at 3 p.m. Eastern. So we'll go green around 3.20. Go check that out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Quick Pit Podcast. <laughs>